0: Welcome to the podcast of tomorrow, a Futurama podcast, where this week we are talking about Season 2, Episode 15, A Clone of My Own. I am Lindsay Wilson, joined, as always, by my co-host, Alex Coons. Alex, how's it going?
1: Hello, it's good. I'm so excited to have Jeremy do the What Are You Going to Do This Week game that we play when we we record two episodes (laughs) at once.
2: Don't get too excited, Alex. I've got a clone to pick with you, my friend.
1: (laughs) Oh, always.
2: I don't know where I'm actually going with this. I just like starting the podcast off by confronting Alex in really aggressive ways.
1: You don't like music. You're weird. I don't (laughs) like music. I am weird because of that. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. He has an answer for
2: everything I'm throwing at him.
1: What are you going to be doing between this recording and when this episode is going to be released? Listen, I'm in full Jingle Bell jar mode. At the
2: bookstore <laughs> i just dropped 400 on christmas clothing and Whoa. i'm just going to be rotating out christmas suits christmas costumes dressing like elves i'm also going to be cutting some some stories i'm going to do some videos pre-record me doing children's christmas stories and then just drop them day after day, the 12 days leading up to Christmas for the bookstore social media page. So yeah. I actually have a pretty clear battle plan how <laughs> I'm going to attack the next week. <laughs>
0: honestly normally when alex and i do this it's like i don't know i probably did the same boring shit i do every week <laughs> yeah. you actually seem to know exactly what you're doing
2: you guys don't make plans you guys just ca- fly by the seat we of live your in pants. You yeah. live in the moment you live in the moment you playing you might be playing hacky sack out in the park maybe alex will be smoking a doobie or taking ecstasy classic alex classic yeah. alex just rocking out to the boss but I gotta get out there every day. I'm working. I'm a working man. I pound the pavement. I go door to door selling my books, and it's not easy. It's not easy to be rejected all day.
0: It's true. It's true, Alex. What do you think you've been doing? You don't make plans, but what might you have been We've doing? We've got in Thanksgiving to
1: coming up. So, oh my God, sacking at the Thanksgiving table. Why uh... don't you think you put Thanksgiving too close to Christmas? Hmm. I. What can we say? Why? Why do we do it on end of November? Was that when? the you know you know is that when the when
0: america was discovered
1: <laughs> for yeah the first exactly time. <laughs> yeah don't you guys have canadian thanksgiving around this time Hers no is it's in october. october
2: actually pretty early yeah. in october mhm yes like i'm always Monday, blindsided like. by american thanksgiving cuz then all of a sudden things i liked everyone's all the american media is like well it's thanksgiving so we're not we'll see you next week and i'm like no it's not my thanksgiving
1: yeah mhm agreed I don't really like food, which, much like the music thing, makes me oh, weird, but I really do yeah. like Thanksgiving food.
0: Yeah, good. Good. We didn't really have a proper Thanksgiving dinner this year. I did miss it. Sad. So. Yeah.
1: Lindsay, what are you going to be doing this week?
0: What did you guys have? We went out for dinner because Cam's parents were here. So that's what we did instead of making a proper dinner. What will I be doing this week? I will have submitted an assignment nerd Uh and i have oh next week i have to do a presentation for my class that is the last thing i have to do before is it a group
1: presentation or a solo presentation
0: (laughs) solo presentation but group review of the presentations oh total nonsense
1: strange
0: yeah do you ever think if
2: i flew out to vancouver you would let me do the presentation for you (laughs) and (laughs) as like a guest speaker in your elf (laughs) costume Yes, Jingle Bell Jeremy here
0: to talk about I
2: don't know what you do Like the study of AIDS and raccoons or something Like I don't know
0: (laughs) Exactly, that's exactly right Honestly, I think the material would be too dry for you But I think you could pull it off convincingly I think that there Yeah, I could give you the slides and you would nail it
2: I'm just walking around the class And I'm just like looking them each in the eye And I just start I go full Dead Poet Society Where I'm just going like Look at this picture. All these people are dead. Their dreams gone. All these raccoons are dead. <laughs> All these yeah. dead raccoons. They were once like you, picking through the trash, heart full of dreams. Mm. You have to make the most of your moment. Stand on your desks.
0: <laughs> you stand on your desks. Get up. Yeah, no. You also have to be able to describe the statistics we used. So.
2: Do I though, mm-hmm. or or do I just rip up the the presentation? As long you as give me, as long as he has
1: enough passion in his voice, I don't think he needs to describe the statistics.
2: I yeah. I literally throw your laptop to the ground and I go like, <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to be needing this because I'm going to be speaking from the heart.
0: <laughs> oh god, my nightmare, truly. <laughs> oh god. All right, uh, so this episode, a clone of my own, Alex. What did you think of this episode?
1: Uh, I thought this was a fine episode. I thought. So it's kind of an introduction to another annoying character. It reminded Mm -hmm. me of the monkey from the other professor episode. Mm -hmm. Actually kind of very similar to that. We go, we go back to the university. We are introduced to Mm -hmm. a somewhat annoying character, but yeah, you know, overall it was fine.
2: Mm -hmm. You're right. I will agree with you on this. They have to stop trying to make these young characters happen. They're not funny. They're not enjoyable to have around. It's never that good of an episode. Stop Mm -hmm. it. And how many, and, and I don't mean to disappoint you, Alex, but this clone just keeps coming back.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This one I typically would have skipped on my rewatches, so I wasn't as familiar with this episode. So there, there was a certain amount of joy in watching an episode that I don't have basically memorized. So there was something there. But normally I would skip this one because I hate q so much. You ought to hate q
2: Yeah. I hate Hermes' kid, too.
0: Yes, there's an episode coming down the line that has this clone and also Hermes's son, and it's, like, among my least favorite episodes of the series because they're just so annoying.
1: Is there a Simpsons equivalent of, like, here's, like, a somewhat recurring character that is just, like, annoying and awful and that, like, nobody likes? Poochie. I mean, yeah, that's the, uh, that is the Hubert comparison. died
0: on the way back to his home planet. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they should have done. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, no, I so yeah, I, I definitely thought that there were things about this. Like, I remembered that there was an episode where the professor got taken away by some robots to some planet for old people. But I couldn't really remember when that happened. And that's just because I watched this episode so infrequently. And the scenes without Qbert are fine. But man, he's annoying that I, that yeah. take held up for me. It makes me
1: wonder how something like that happens where it's like, wouldn't any of the writers like veto this of saying like, Oh, like this character is like, kind of annoying and kind of stinks
2: yeah. it could be like Never a network living. note
1: like oh yeah, we're
2: trying to you're a cartoon you're on these cartoon network could you have a couple younger characters you that kid. like kids can relate to they
1: yeah. can't relate to the lobster the breakaway star of the season
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true
1: i, I mean voice, voice actor of rugrats right like it, i i think it is mm. exactly tommy Pickens from rugrats so maybe right. there's something really there too
0: that sounds. I, nice. I I
1: would assume so. I should probably look that up.
0: Yeah, oh, you're just saying that. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. We should do more voice actor stuff. Like the guy that goes "Welcome to the World of Tomorrow." He he's also Roberto, the 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 stabby robot.
0: Yeah, oh, we haven't encountered Roberto yet. Oh, sorry. Spoilers. Yeah, that was another character that I never really cared for. <laughs> no, it's not a great
1: character. <laughs> yeah, this is Kath. S-O-C-E, S-O-U-C-I-E, who is, oh, Phil and Lil from Rugrats. Oh,
2: yes, I can totally hear it now. Mm -hmm. Yes, Um, man, I loved that show. (laughs) You love Rugrats? Did did you guys watch Rugrats all grown up?
0: No, of course not.
1: And it was like all trying to be all edgy and extreme. Did you see it, Alex? I feel like I saw a couple of episodes, but yeah, it was trying to be edgy and extreme and was just not landing. It was just like all grown
2: up. I really want to shout it out all grown (laughs) up. I want the world to know. And it was just very like some 40 year old person was like, the kids like skateboarding and like Gen X stuff.
0: (laughs) And sticking it to the man.
1: They've rebooted Rugrats for Paramount plus with like very modern animation.
0: Wow. Oh, wow. We hate to see it. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um,
0: all right. So let's get into this episode. The opening caption coming soon to an illegal DVD. Very outdated already. I mean, it's oh 22 God, Nancy- years later. I guess it's not already so much. <laughs> you wouldn't steal a
1: podcast. <laughs> I do. I do miss the early 2000s piracy true yeah. yeah
0: it's not a victimless crime <laughs>
1: <laughs> i i think i i told the story if we got cease and desisted for downloading zoolander for downloading.
2: dang all right when was that that's a badge of honor though when
1: was that, that? Was 2010 it was our like we were downloading it on our college's internet and then we got like so they sent the cease and desist to our college and then we got like threatened to be like hey you gotta stop doing that
0: wow yeah. Heavy. All right. What did you write down for Boop Corner? Jeremy, you want to lead us in? Boop, there it is. I don't know why I did that. I'm so sorry. I just,
2: uh, I just uh, but uh, Boop, there it
0: is. Very you Incredible. Go. You're very consistent.
1: Yeah, I can feel it in my throat what I'm going to do. So
0: yeah.
1: I uh, wrote a hand drawing a clown. This seemed to be some sort of like meta, you know, the artist was drawing the animation as it was happening
0: interesting i wrote baton conductor guy question hmm. mark but what this is is once again coco needles the boss which is the same as the nixon episode so amazing how many of these they're repeating but this is the one with the the rotoscope or whatever <laughs> <laughs> the rotoscope yeah, this is that one where it's like, oh my god, everything is moving, right? Like it was a it was a big deal. It was a device consisting of a film projector and an easel used to achieve realistic movement for animated cartoons. So, yeah, we've seen this before.
1: G- Jeremy, were you a watcher of like any of these any super old school cartoons? Like, were you into like super early Mickey Mouse or anything when you were a kid? Like the Steamboat Willie stuff? Yeah.
2: No, I well I watched Little Lulu. I remember having like strong feelings about know. Tubby. And all that yes. stuff when you guys were talking about Tubby. Yes. I feel like I remember, like being seven years old and having a crush on Little Lulu. <laughs> okay, interesting. <laughs> that's a that's a very interesting, strange. It warped my it warped me for life.
0: That's charming.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking her up now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. What a smoke show. I don't even remember what she is. She looks like now.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm just tearing down my Little Lulu posters before I turn the camera back on. oh my god wait 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 I want to ruin this I want to ruin the wholesomeness of this moment Lindsay okay my other childhood crush was the John The what was the I don't even remember the kid but she was on the tablets the John Benet (laughs) Ramsey kid that was brutally murdered and when I was like seven years old I didn't know the whole story but I'm like who is that creepy doll like woman she's beautiful and I (laughs) used to stand three (laughs) I don't know I was like six like I was like in the line of And I would just go, like, and I would just be, like, in the grocery checkout, like, stealing glances at the tabloids <laughs> being, like, shocking photos revealed of this brutal murder.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, isn't that upsetting? That is upsetting. Yikes. I can't believe you confessed to this.
1: I feel like there is a common thread between this child and then also little Lulu, where they're both, like, dull, like, very, yeah. very kind of...
2: a very infantile. It's a very infantile taste, but... I guess it is like my earliest like memories of that sort of like recognition, I
0: guess. But yeah. also with like very styled hair and stuff. <laughs> Feminine yeah. attributes, like little Lulu always had the bow and the hat and stuff.
2: Oh, and that's true and that's just the only people I date are just it's just creepily manicured faces and things like that. Yes.
0: Not a hair yeah. out of place. Yeah, that's that's right. that's right. Oh god. All right. So, I, yes.
1: I was going to say mine mine was Jasmine from Aladdin. <laughs>
0: Oh, jasmine yeah. from Milan. well that makes yeah. sense yeah that's not yeah. A that's a lot of mature
2: for a for a kid's cartoon <laughs> i heard right. someone
0: recently say they had their sexual awakening with meg from hercules oh my god Magara. wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. oh yeah. yeah and like he he said it in like a tone of embarrassment and his wife goes me too <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
1: that's like a slam dunk pick that's yeah, i feel like yeah. that's very common not
2: a hot take <laughs> Yeah, I I want to guess Lindsay's was Benny the Jet Rodriguez from Sandlot.
0: Oh my god, man, I love Sandlot. I was really scared <laughs> of it though. <laughs> You're like not even close,
2: James Earl Jones from Sandlot.
0: <laughs> yeah no i was so scared of the dog like because i feel like i never Hercules. really got to the end when they discovered that the dog was like not actually evil but it was always just like there's a monster back there although i do <laughs> so to this day i regularly will deploy either you're killing me smalls or forever, forever. forever. <laughs> iconic movie <laughs> Yes, iconic, truly. All right, so let's get into this, for the love of God. Wait, you dodged um, the
1: question. You dodged the question. Oh, mm-hmm. who was
0: my childhood crush? Tommy from Power Rangers. I thought you were going to say Tommy from Rugrats. I'm like, that is sick. <laughs> no, Tommy, Tommy from, from Power Rangers.
2: You pa- didn't see his face? It was all about the body
0: for you. It was his mood. He's very <laughs> oh. I, I don't know. I think I liked his ponytail, which now... He had a ponytail? I, you can't picture this guy? I wasn't allowed to watch him right
1: Power now. Rangers as a kid because my
2: mom said it was too violent.
1: Here, yeah. give me a screen share, Lindsay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> screen share. I got him here too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always just have a picture at the ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. I wanna <laughs>
1: I wanna see if
0: Oh yeah. I
2: mean, that's every boy you ever dated in high school just What a dream Tommy. bone. <laughs> right down to the shoulder
0: right down to the shoulder pads in the earring. <laughs> Who's this new Tommy? Oh Whoa. my god. So he was the Green Ranger? He was the Green Ranger who became the White Ranger. Did the Green Ranger wow. play the flute? Yep.
2: He was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you were mm-hmm. like, and then you went on to play the flute. I don't think that's a coincidence. Yeah.
0: That's Uh-oh, right. And then David Beckham say? became my crush shortly thereafter.
2: I do remember the Beckham era, Lindsay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: So, all right. So it's time. And we get into this? <laughs> so the professor is getting char- disciplinary charges brought up against him by the university.
2: <laughs> oh, no. I do like that he's like going to take them all down with him. Yes,
0: this is a baffling choice to be like, this is how we're going to get him to the university to celebrate his 150th <laughs> birthday, is we're going to tell him that we're, we're revoking his professorship and taking him up on disciplinary charges.
1: Yeah, the disciplinary charges was for, what, putting Hitler's brain in the body of a great white shark?
0: Yeah, then they say you've gone too far. Yeah. So, yeah, so basically when he gets there, as you mentioned, Jeremy, he's like, you listen to me, you pompous frauds, I'm going to take you all down with me. <laughs> or should I say coach hairpiece? piece? hmm yeah so like when he gets to Dr. Wernstrom he's like a hey, Dr. Wernstrom Wernstrom
1: yeah this really reminded me of Burns's birthday party where he tells that uh, where he whispers to to smithersad that Rolling Stone's killed
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do as I say yeah <laughs> Yeah, my brother and I send that to each other most years of like uh, "Happy birthday, you old bastard." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so even after they reveal this is for his 150th birthday and is not actually a disciplinary proceeding, he still like continues on. He's like, and another thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Bender gets up there, he's basically running a roast of the professor. Gets to the point where he's like, and now a man who needs no introduction. And then he just sits down and he's like, "Frag." <laughs> Bender's Bender's
2: a man. I haven't seen such masterful like roast MCing since the mm-hmm. days of Don Rickles and Dean Martin. <laughs> Bender coming up just being like, "Where would a professor be without the students who respect and adore him?" Right there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jeremy, you shine in an MC
2: capacity. You know, I don't know that I do, but you sure?
1: I was thinking the same thing, and I was also thinking, this is is a tangent, but I was thinking Jeremy would be great at Jeopardy. Have you tried out for Jeopardy before, Jeremy?
2: No, I've not tried out for Jeopardy, Alex. I'm not some kind of nerd. (laughs)
1: I feel like you have such a wealth of knowledge. This is true. I feel like you really could make it.
2: Actually, Alex, it was quite an astute observation on your part. I was voted most likely to win Jeopardy in high school, despite the fact I barely graduated. Because I only had about 16 (laughs) credits. (laughs) And yet you did. And yet I did. And here I stand on a Futurama podcast. Look at me now, Ma. (laughs) All
1: right. Well, Jeremy, you should apply.
0: You should. You emceed a bunch of stuff in high school, if I recall correctly. And I think of you every time I hear Aretha Franklin singing Respect.
2: Oh yes, I sang that at the fashion show. Oh my god, my falsetto was haunting in those days. And <laughs> I you know what? It's true. I should I shouldn't downplay it. I should be yes-anding you. Recently, someone who I don't care about at all asked me to MC their wedding and oh I said, "Yeah," and with no pay, just so. And I was I said, "Yes," just cuz I couldn't believe they were asking me and I panicked. I just wasn't prepared. And then I just got COVID and didn't have to do it. And I didn't know their partner's name. I didn't know anything (laughs) about them. And they wanted me to like make some jokes about the relationship. And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, you're just, just go, just kind of vamp. And no, I just luckily got
1: COVID and didn't have to do it. (laughs) Thank goodness. And the the person that asked you that you're not, that you don't care about, are they Hmm. like, what tier of friendship are they? Are they someone you interact with often?
2: No, but. Uh, against my will, they were my roommate for about eight or nine months, seven or eight years okay. ago. So okay. I knew them. I knew them, but I just mean, I thought it was very clear that we both, I didn't like them. I <laughs> thought they on. knew I didn't like them, but I think that was part of the disconnect was I think they were just so oblivious, which frustrated me, but then it also yeah. insulated them from my withering remarks and, and <laughs> passive aggressive like comments. Sure. Sure. I'd be like, no, it's yeah. fine. I'll feed your cat, and then she'd be like, "Great, <laughs> thanks, man." So
0: <laughs> I was one time asked to MC an event. When I was on the board at the theater where I used to volunteer, and the president of the theater at the time was like, "Lindsay, I think you'd be amazing at this." And I was like, "What? On what grounds do you think I would be amazing at this?" Anyway, I think, Lindsay, I,
1: did I think you'd be a fine MC. Actually. Yeah, I, I mean, Lindsay, now you just get like volunteered to like produce, uh, you know, 100-hour work podcasts Honestly, of like yeah, uh, yeah, amazing that was quality. Easier. Yeah. <laughs> Alex what how you how are your MC skills as a host what, is, what I would say probably mid like I don't think I would bomb <laughs> but I don't think I would you know really command the room you
2: don't well have you had any instances have you had to do like a
1: wedding best man I, I yeah I've done best man speech I, I went very earnest with my best man speech I can't stand jokey best man speeches it's like you. Like, a, I'm not, I'm not trying to show off, but uh, like, oh, look how funny <laughs> I am. I'm trying in. to like say yeah. how much I love my dear friend that like has asked me to be his best man. Mm-hmm. It's very sweet.
0: Yeah, that is nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So can I, can
1: I continue a rant, this, this rant very quickly? Uh, yes, did um... we interrupt your rant? <laughs> the, well, my rant of I can't stand oh, jokey yes. best man speeches. And I also can't stand stand up comedians like, arguing with their audience or, like, being too mm-hmm. too cool for your audience. It's like, okay, you are a stand-up comedian whose, like, life ambition is to, like, make it big in stand-up comedy and you're at, like, some tiny event where you're doing stand-up comedy. You should be, like, begging for my attention and applause instead <laughs> of, like, degrading me. That's my other rant. Don't make jokes at best man speeches and if you're a stand-up you comedy Only make it's jokes at stand-up comedy. Yes, and, oh, yes, exactly. The
0: quorum. <laughs> Show some sense of decorum, <laughs> damn
1: it. That's my oh, rant. God.
0: Good rant, Alex. I approve. All right. So Fry gets up there and he's like, when I was asked to make a film about my nephew, I said, why should I? And then later Leela made the film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I knew so, that was a classic
2: Lindsay line right there.
0: Yes, it is so good. And I love his little finger twirl where he's like, roll the film. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, so nonchalant and confident like he's done this a thousand times.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Great poise and, at the podium. We get Leela's living obituary of Professor Farnsworth. They (laughs) talk about him learning to read while he's still in diapers at age eight. I Um, love the fast cars,
2: glamorous mm -hmm. nightclubs, beautiful women. The professor designed them all. Yeah. And then it just shows (laughs) shows like a diagram of like a bombshell on his chalkboard.
1: uh, (laughs) I love that he created the first robot able to qualify for a boat loan.
0: I laughed so hard at that. That was that was one of the things where it was like a true joy to discover something that I didn't remember. And like that was a joke that I was like, "Oh man, that's gold." Yeah. And he still retains the fiery passion of youth even at 150. And then they play a clip from moments earlier where he was screaming at the dean. Yes. (laughs) Incredible,
1: incredible editing from Mm Leela. The film ends with "to be continued" with a question mark at the
0: end. Yeah. And the professor gets super depressed by this video. He's like a lifetime of accomplishments summed up in a 3-minute film. So little time and so much left undone. Yeah. That that's his speech and they're like funny stuff. <laughs> <laughs> funny stuff. Yeah, classic. <laughs> and back at the planet express office he's like oh my life is over i only have 10 years left and fry's like no we could have 100 years left wink wink and then this is where we find out that when you turn 160 the sunset squad comes and takes <laughs> you away and you never come back
1: it's a little bit further down the episode but i i really liked the animation of the sunset squad's hearse mm-hmm. arriving them yes. taking farnsworth all that it was very good
0: Yes, it is good. Another great line. I think this is a good Zoidberg line for you, Alex, where like, Farnsworth is like, oh, my God, I wasted so much time. That damn time machine set me back 15 years. Yes. Zoidberg says, If only it had worked, you could go back and not waste your time on it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All
0: right. So then we get a whole sequence of him naming a successor, and he's gone for a while. They say, I hope he's not dead unless he named me his successor, in which case I hope he is dead. <laughs> good bender. Good uh, bender stuff. Baffling to me that some of these people think they're going to get picked. Jeremy, do you have any takes mm. on this? Like everyone seems equally convinced that they're going to be his heir.
2: Yeah. Who do you think should be the rightful heir to the professor? I I don't know. In a way, like maybe this is because I'm influenced by future episodes that I've seen, but I feel like it's John Soyberg is actually his closest friend. He wouldn't continue on his work, but I mean, none of them can.
1: Right, it really depends on whether you think like his legacy is in his science or in his delivery business, which seem like very not connected. True, but <laughs> if it's deli- if it's delivery business, then maybe like Hermes, like he's really keeping the whole thing afloat. You would think.
0: Yeah, Leela.
1: Leela, that's good. Yeah, I
0: mean She's they're, they're, they're obviously the
1: most competent ones, but just like why right. even bother with them?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can't remember who it is. I think it might be Fry says to Zoidberg, up wherever your species traditionally crams things. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah. And then Hermes is like, Oh, obviously the way to settle this is with a limbo contest. And then he limbos under the oven and Leela just calmly walks over and puts a trash can <laughs> in front of it.
1: Have either of you ever been named successor or received anything unusual from a will?
0: Of course not. <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> Why well, have you have you been you your your partner was bequeathed an antique lamp. Or no, no, antique harp. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, Are mine. You? Yeah. I thought yeah. you were talking Alex. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, no, Cameron received an antique. Oh, I thought it was an antique harp. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to be That's so careful good. around this harp. And then Cam was like, no, she bought it in, like, 1987. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty I will good. say, well, actually, Alex, have you been bequeathed anything? that felt like No, no,
1: <laughs> no. It's, the harp is a good example. That's what I'm looking for.
0: Yeah, that is. Yeah. Cam has a bunch of stuff. Like, his grandparents were downsizing to a smaller apartment and so they basically did all their bequeathals while alive and so they gave cam all of the stuff that he would have inherited from their furniture and stuff so we have like some cool furniture we have a weird harp some other they would bequeath you some bougie shit because like this is what's happening they probably gave you some
2: some jacket wax you know whatever rich people have
0: (laughs) (laughs) cam brought me it was so funny this is before we even started dating cam brought me this like you know how on calculators they have that little solar cell thing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. well, his grandmother had a figurine of Queen Elizabeth II that, when the light shines on a solar cell in her purse, her little hand waves. just <laughs> <The> solar <laughs> That's queen. Awesome.
1: Solar there needs queen. to be more solar cell technology on like little gizmos. I don't know why it's only calculators <laughs> and and statues the of the queen yeah.
0: well so yeah so cam and i weren't even dating yet and he was like oh I, I got you something and i was like oh like why'd you get me a present cameron and he was like you're <laughs> not gonna want it and it was this like a waving queen and so at that point he was moving to toronto and i was like the next time i come to your home i'm definitely like hiding this somewhere in your house and we had plans <laughs> that this was gonna be we were gonna move it back and forth between each other's homes but now it's just in our shared home <laughs> wow beautiful yeah
1: Truly, an example of flirting before you guys were together.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, with the the waving queen. Another line I had not remembered, but found extremely funny, is that I think it's Leela says he wouldn't trust the rest of you with his dentures, and Amy goes, "Yes, he would." <laughs> 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 oh, there's a good, there's that. a good later too where it's like, well, at least can
2: I, t- you know, take over a dentures? And Amy's like, "You were.
0: Yeah, you were. Yeah, so good. <laughs> I laughed so hard, and she has this like hilarious look on her face too, where she's got these giant dentures. <laughs> it's Mouth very funny. This is too full. Yeah, it's very very good. So yeah, so the rest of them get summoned in, and he starts introducing who is going to be a successor, and he says like, even though his mind is undeveloped and he's accomplished nothing, and Fry's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it turns out it's his clone, Hubert, and he has like, a squished nose because he was like, in his tube too long or something.
1: <laughs> I, as soon as we saw Hubert, something inside me knew that this was going to be an annoying character. I mean, I'm, I yes. saw these episodes before, and so I'm sure it just triggered that memory. But seeing like one a child character, two a character that has like a pig nose, like all of mm-hmm. this is a bad sign of an annoying character.
0: Yes exactly and right from the jump he's like alienating all of the crew and he's like oh Dr. Zoidberg do you even have a medical degree and it's just like was so mug and terrible and I hate him instantly. Yeah
2: it's not great it's not great I-, I almost wonder like they were forced to take on this child character and then they tried to make him unpopular so they didn't have to write him into episodes anymore.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah that seems right.
1: <laughs> and yet they continue to do so. Damn
0: it. <laughs> Yes, so the professor is showing Hubert all the inventions that he's started and how Hubert's going to have to take them over, and... He really hates all of them and doesn't really believe in anything that the professor is saying. He's like, everything you're saying is impossible. And the professor's like, No, it came to me in a dream and I forgot it in another dream.
2: <laughs> I do also the machine the the translator that's in an incomprehensible yes. language. Yes. <laughs> this was that was one of Lindsay's faves back in the day. The bonjour. Like pure one. gibberish. Yeah. Pure she used gibberish. to say pure
1: gibberish a lot. That was one of her that was like a grade eight or grade nine Lindsay fave. We did just talk about how Lindsay put herself in the higher French course because she wasn't <laughs> satisfied with the normal French course or something like that. Oh,
2: that's right. That's right. She was worried, well, you know, she's got to go... She's, she went to like the Ottawa Parliament as a page <laughs> and all this stuff, right? So, wait,
0: wait, 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 I didn't you get went, in because of my poor French. In, probably because you didn't <laughs> wow, advocate oh soon enough
2: because of your French. Yeah.
0: It was because I didn't, I think, because I didn't pass a French exam. Honestly, your, not, French, your French was
2: middling compared to the rest of your academic career. Wow. How dare you? <laughs> 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 did I uh, become page dumb.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, denied from Page gem. I did my best with the opportunities afforded to me. I- I've been yeah. waiting
2: 15 years to tell you the truth
0: about that. <laughs> I was so insufferable, truly. Like, I, am I cubed? <laughs> this is why. This is
2: why you don't like cubed. You were on the phone taking like an interview for the page. You were on the payphone at the school taking a French interview. <laughs>
0: no, they put me in another little room for nerds. They gave me some like conference room or something so that I wouldn't be disturbed. And they gave but me the phone of like how the teachers' many- lounge.
1: How many other little nerds were at the, at the page interview? Was it like a group, okay. like, everyone's it going to... It was only okay. me. It was only her.
2: It was always <laughs> just Lindsay upset about her educational opportunities. Now, to be fair... <laughs> You know, this is why she works for Elon Musk now. But I just mean, (laughs) (laughs) there's some Bitcoin bro or whatever. Uh But she was always going, this class isn't good enough. I don't want, I want to do an independent study. I'm going to be doing a special Lindsay project. You were like the Hampton (laughs) High like experiment or something like that. What a
1: roast.
0: Honestly, I don't understand when and how I came into these opportunities where it's like no one else was applying for this program because it was like in another province and I apparently came across it and was like this is the opportunity I need for me in 2008 I didn't even have high-speed internet so I'm not sure how I came across
2: I think I think also you just were one of those kids that wanted to get out and and we were all just kids who were like we live here we're not going anywhere like nothing will happen for us we're from this town like this is where dreams go to die. Like at best, I, we'll be like smoking in a Tim Hortons parking lot
1: in 10 years. And, and look at the two of you now.
0: I <laughs> know. <laughs> I remember being in grade five and telling all of my peers, you really need to be taking French immersion because you'll get a better job if you're bilingual. <laughs>
2: yes. I was oh in God. your fifth grade class. There's a reason. I, you kind of rankled me. You know, like yeah. I, uh-huh, it took us took a French while to immersion. become friends. <laughs> I took French immersion, but because my family is French. yeah.
0: Yes, and you knew the powers of bilingualism, probably because no, I didn't. <laughs> I
2: did, I don't do anything for their future benefits. Yeah, I have a $500 yeah. phone bill because I can't be bothered to ask them to
0: turn on my internet. Truly devastating oh to me. God. It upsets me every time we talk about it. My brother
2: constantly <laughs> sends me, he's like, okay, fine. Don't get internet like an idiot, but at least get unlimited data.
1: You really need to, like, this is, I continue to be, sh- this is like one of the few things that I know about you is that you don't have internet at your apartment. And it like continues to shock me every single time I think about it. I don't, mm-hmm.
2: I know I live such a strange life. Like there was just like for
1: three months I had internet over the last like six years. Well, it it makes me think that you actually are quite healthy and you aren't like terminally addicted to the internet like I am, but it, it sounds like you're, are instead just on your phone using that Well, this <laughs> yeah. is it.
2: I got, I'm just on my phone writing like long essays <laughs> about 1970s hockey or something on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so no. I I do read. You know what it is though? it does help me read a little bit more because i don't watch videos because videos you know, right? are really the data killer right so right. i and i work at a bookstore and i noticed how drastically when i got a phone and i had internet and i you know my my
1: my goodreads totals would go down and i'm like this internet's right. destroying my career <laughs> right i was recently telling Lindsay about the simpsons trivia that i was looking into in new york and i was like oh like next time you're in new york we should go to that and like we can get jeremy to come down and Lindsay was like yeah i don't think jeremy has a passport which all of this
2: i don't even have a government id they asked me if i had gotten out of jail or moved to the country <laughs> and i'm like nah i just didn't ever bother to fill out the paperwork yeah. And there were like not a bureaucrat. Okay. No,
0: Alex was like, yeah, we'll get Jeremy to come down. I was like, if you think Jeremy has passports. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. So speaking of being identical to me, Hubert says I may be identical to you in every possible way, but that doesn't mean I'm anything like you. I want to be something useful, like a teacher's aide, a prison guard, or a science fiction cartoon writer. I do
1: <laughs> like their little jab at themselves. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing about this episode is that it's also like surprisingly earnest. Like more so than any than most other episodes it has like character growth of Mm -hmm. like cubert doesn't want to be a scientist and by the end of it he like wants to be a scientist
0: i mean it's a lot like the monkey i think you're right about the monkey it's like he's like oh like i smashed my hat and now i'm gonna go to business school or whatever
1: (laughs) right yeah so i don't know these annoying characters they like actually give growth but nobody wants to see them come back
0: Yeah. So the professor is very sad that Hubert doesn't want to follow in his footsteps. And so he calls the Sunset Squad. I keep wanting to say Suicide Squad. And he (laughs) says, he's actually 160. He's been lying all along. And I have a note here, Alex, that in the Futurama wiki, there is a bit of editorializing going on where it says overly dramatic thunderstorm happens. (laughs) Interesting.
1: (laughs) Did you hear the saga, Jeremy, of us of us cleaning up the Futurama wiki? You know, I really
2: appreciate it. As uh, as a Goodreads librarian, I also like to clean up databases online. And nice. no, I, I also just object to like, they're, they're act like it's not canon, that Amy's cute. And it's so, if there's one thing they hit on all the time, is how objectively cute Amy right. is. Mm-hmm. it's uh yeah.
0: you Alex if you think that I wasn't frantically texting Jeremy <laughs> my outrage <laughs> about this wiki yeah she's like Alex is
2: taking care of
0: it like she was like all
2: <laughs> up, like don't worry though Alex has got this uh, yeah
0: I was very upset I was texting both of you a lot of information about this wiki. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my I'm God. proud of you guys though Yes, thank you. So, yeah, so this, this, again, Sunset Squad, they come to get rid of him, and he's like doing this whole thing where he's like, Goodbye, cruel world, goodbye, cruel lamp, cruel muslin, etc. <laughs> yes. It goes on for some time. Cruel, and he's like, Cruel lamp made me laugh. Mm-hmm. And
2: then I like he's like with little cute tassels, cruel though they may be. Yes, <laughs> yes,
0: it's good. So yeah, so they all watch a message of him saying what he's done, and they say like I'm n- I know you're all very upset, especially Bender, and he's probably saying something mean, but he doesn't know I taped over his soap operas to record this message. <laughs> so they all sneak in. Oh, sorry, they use the smelloscope. So recurrence of the smelloscope to. Yes discover that like they follow the odor of Ben Gay, mothballs and letters to the editor (laughs) to find (laughs) where the professor is being kept. And as they're flying along, they're like, Oh, Hubert spends this whole time being like, no, you're never going to find it. Odors can't travel through space. Robots are very good at keeping secrets. And Pender goes, no, we're not. You little bedwetter. Oh, sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I do like that. He's, you know, generally like he's remorseful of saying, of spilling the secret that he's a bedwetter. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I liked it too. He's like, "Oh, sorry," like instantly, it seems very sincere. Yeah, I,
1: I, so, I like that the the planet that the that Karnsworth has been taken to is the near Death Star. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very funny.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, and they dress Fry up like the professor, and they use a bunch of Q bird's blood, like seemingly a gallon of it, <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah, they beat, need a the DNA sample. Yes, exactly. And uh, one thing Alex that I I had commented on in my notes is that so. They're walking along and Qbert's like, "Why do I have to be your the hump on your back?" And Fry says, because you're too ugly to be a wart and then he laughs at himself and then Bender and Leela both go like hey, hey, hey. and it reminded me of how much we like it when Marge gets in on the like Homer being stupid stuff <laughs> like like we want people to enjoy these things and react to them. yeah. <laughs> That's a good call. So, yes. They get there and Fry initially arouses some suspicion until he's like, oh, get off my lawn. And then they're like, well, it is true that old people are concerned with young people being on their lawns. There's no denying that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. They give him the gallon of the DNA sample. We just needed a few skin cells.
0: Yes. keyboard makes a noise and then Fry's like, oh, sorry, I have talking hump syndrome. And they're like, oh, THS, of course. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. It's no joke. It's No joke.
0: No joke. Yeah, so basically they go and find the professor. He's in essentially this, like... It's kind of like a morgue drawer situation. Yes. <laughs> and they pull him out of there and race away. And as they're, like, just about to escape, and they make it just in the nick of time, somehow no one follows them, I guess.
1: Yeah, interesting. This is... I, I wrote down that this was also good animation of, like, flying mm-hmm. through the, the tombstones and all that was very good.
0: Yes, very good. And, yeah, so the... Robots do shoot at the ship, and it gets damaged, and they're like, oh, God, Like the professor's not awake. He can't help us. But Qbert has been hit in the head along the way, and suddenly he (laughs) knows how to make this work. Nothing is a complete load, if you can imagine it. Oh, it is also funny when they're they're trying to wake up the professor, and they're like, your social security check is late. Young people use curse words. Things cost more than they (laughs) used (laughs) to. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: One of the new Star Trek movies, one of the new J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies, ripped off one of their ripped off this Futurama episode with, like, oh, the spaceship isn't moving fast. The the like dark matter makes the space move around the spaceship. They like use that exact line in one of the new Star Trek movies. So more people ripping off Futurama.
0: Wow! Incredible. J.J.
2: Abrams of all people.
0: I know that is the the thing that. (laughs) <laughs> that is the thing that Kubert has figured out where he's like oh now i get it like we're moving space around us and that's how we can go faster than the speed of light and once they get back to earth Kubert now is fine to be a scientist and the professor's like yeah basically they just like had me playing bingo all the time and living in like an old age home waiting for our children to call oh
2: <laughs> yeah tragic i did think of my grandparents in that moment i'm like i should give them a call
0: uh, dark <laughs> Yeah, and the last line is that the professor tells Hubert that now that you're following in my footsteps, you may want to read up on a condition known as wandering bladder. (laughs) Winners and losers, Jeremy. Who you got? Stop
2: throwing it to me. I can't handle the pressure. Uh, Okay, I I also prefer to react against
1: people than to set the tone.
0: Alex, who you got?
1: (laughs) Yeah, let me argue with Alex. Alex, who you got? All right. uh, Winner, Hubert. He uh, was born... He uh, discovered his calling. He, yeah, he's going to like join the team and is happy to join the team. He's going to be very annoying and nobody's going to like him, but you know, he's here. How can you argue with that? If he's the winner, then the rest of us are all the
2: losers of the episode (laughs) because we're going to have to see more of him.
0: Lindsay, who do you think is the winner of the episode? Maybe the professor, because he manages to get away from the Sunset Squad, and it seems like they're not going to come back for him, seemingly. And also, he managed to get a successor. So, I don't know. It seems like a That's good true.
2: Also, all of yeah. his ideas and inventions are basically vindicated by the episode. The smelloscope, the incredible engine that he designed. And uh, his successor, yeah, he got what he wanted. Honestly, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Maybe loser for Fry for losing out on being the successor. You would think that as like <laughs> the an actual descendant or an actual blood relative, Fry had a shot there. So I guess he's a loser.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, I would agree with that. I think who else could we argue? Maybe just us for having to deal with Hubert <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's
1: tough. All I right. think
2: Amy's a subtle winner too. She got she maintained her stranglehold <laughs> on denture duty. On yes, the
0: teeth, yeah. yes, she's clearly his most trusted ally. Next week, we are talking about an episode called The Deep South, Alex. The Deep South, okay. Jeremy, you go first.
2: <laughs> well, I
0: know what these episodes are
2: about, Alex. It doesn't work Oh my work God, for me.
1: you're right, you're right. The Deep South seems like we are going to be going to like redneck country. Maybe this is going back to the moon where we've seen some like farmers before. I got nothing. Questioning. The Crushinator <laughs> might return. What are we going to do in the Deep South? Who's going to be involved? I think it's going to be a Fry episode, I guess. So Fry going mm-hmm. back to the Deep South. There I don't you go. Know.
2: You got the Fry yeah. part. Yeah. Yes.
0: Jeremy, this is a beloved episode. So you're welcome to come back if you would like to discuss it. Otherwise, we will certainly show you it.
2: All right. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if we can work out a time. I, I do. This is one of our this is one of our fame Jeremy Lindsay episodes. So maybe yes. we'll. I'll right. see if
0: maybe we can get Sarah on there, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes this is the, the point of conflict so yes. all right so alex how can people get in touch with us
1: you can get in touch with us at pod of at gmail.com write in say nice things about jeremy tell him he's the greatest because i need the validation yes, yes validate him and twitter at pod of tomorrow same thing tweeted us that jeremy's great <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes and you can find me over on bojack Horsepod talking about tuca and birdie and also a whole pack catalog of bojack horseman jeremy thank you so much for joining us
2: Yes. And if you want to get a hold of me, I have this new venture. If you want to invest in it, it's called Single and Ready to Jingle. It is a holiday themed hookup website where, Ooh. yeah, you have to sort it's like the, it really only operates November, December. And, and yeah you, just have season. To, yeah, you just find someone who's feeling jolly in your area and you whip out the old candy cane and away you go. Incredible. Jeremy,
1: give us the book recommendation of the week.
2: The book recommendation of this week is, you know what, Michelle Obama's book, The Light We Carry, not because I think it's going to be good, but because I'm worried it's going to be a bust and I need to move all those books. There's stacks (laughs) of them. There's stacks of them. Everyone's betting big on Michelle Obama's follow-up. I'm not seeing any biters on day one. People, come in. She's Michelle Obama. If you don't get it, it means you vote Republican.
0: (laughs) Incredible. All right. All right. Yes. All right. Well, thank you both so much. We'll be back next week to talk about season two, episode 16, The Deep South.
1: We're going deep. Bye.
2: Way down across the ocean. All right. Sorry.